0: Welcome to the Grey People Podcast episode
1: 5. Welcome to the Grey People Podcast where topics that people expect to be black and white are discussed by going into the grey areas. And now your trio of hosts, Sebastian Zuniga, Reina Rivera and Randy Felice. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Great People Podcast. This is Sebastian. I'm here with Randy and Raina. Yeah, we got a right? pretty good subject today. I'm pretty interested in it. We're going to talk about the do's and don'ts at work. So friendships, relationships. How does that work out, the balance? I want to also know how friendly can you be at work and what happens if you're not friends with anyone at work? <laughs> because sometimes that can play to your disadvantage. Um, So I think we'll have some good insight. What do you think, Raina? about relationships at work friends you know people going out how friendly can you be at work what do you think
0: all right so honestly i feel like friends are a huge motivation as to why i sometimes go to work because obviously like work is work you know you get there get it done and leave but the people around you are what keep you pretty much sane at work like having Mm -hmm. at least a few people that you can talk to and kind of vent to whenever your day's not going good and stuff like that like i I couldn't imagine going to work and not having at least someone to talk to and just being to myself. I feel like that would completely
1: suck. <laughs> That's true. Obviously, if you spend a lot of time working, you want to spend it with a good crew of people. Isn't it
0: true you spend more time with the people at work than with your family? Like,
1: well, if you want to break it down to, if you if people out there work forty hours a week, and technically we're supposed to sleep another forty. Well, but <laughs> but, but but no, but you spend a good chunk of time with. At your work, so if you have people that are pretty cool or you feel comfortable with, even if you're ideally, obviously, you'd be doing something you want to do. But even if it's something that's bearable that you can, that you for the, for the greater good, the purpose is like, hey, I got a good job, good benefits, blah blah blah, all that good stuff. And then there's some good people that really helps you um,
2: do that job. I believe. I guess now, it depends on the I've, job too. I've right? done I've done the math though. I mean, there's there's no way you spend forty hours a week with anybody you love you know besides maybe like your wife depending but Not i mean even like
1: because you're sleeping exactly but i mean like awake
2: like talking or Glad interacting him. there's no one you interact with for 40 hours a week besides people at work so i do try to look at it sometimes from that perspective and and try to get that into people that i work with to understand that you know it's it's this is your family and it's you know for good or bad this is the people you got to deal with for 40 hours a week yeah that's really
1: good man so but i i believe that cuz Let's say in um, let's say in previous situations that I've had experiences, I'm that friendly dude at work. You know, I'm, I get along with the colleagues, coworkers, whatever you want to call them. Have a good time. I, I think there's always maybe that one period of time where you don't know people that well, so you don't do nothing out of work. Yeah. But there might be those few friends or coworkers at your job that all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I'd hang out with this person outside of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I've had that in the past where, you start meeting people you 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 know you click at work you like kind of the same things but you want to keep it professional maybe a couple weeks go by a couple months go by and you're finally like hey man let's go out and get a drink or hey there's going to be a big game you should come over and you finally go over and you're like man this is actually a friend of mine that I work with and then there's also people that i've had that situation too that i'm only cool with you at work yo you're a great coworker yeah. i don't want to <laughs> pass that barrier you meet i actually had this situation not too long ago somewhere that i ran into somebody i knew from work and we're at the same location and they're like it was like after a show of some sort some concert and they're like hey what are you gonna do now you want to go grab a bite there were some people i'm with some people i'm like i don't know what we're gonna do no i don't know what i'm gonna See, do later. but really i'm stalling because i'm like yo we're friends at work we're not as friends to hey let's
2: go your crew of people with my crew of people hang out but i think it's just a little different with everybody yeah and i think it's it's the dynamic i mean when you think about it it could be both ways, right? For me, I'm a friendly guy. I feel like I can jump into any situation and kind of pick up on certain cues from a from a people perspective. And I know, you know, when to joke around and not to joke around usually, right? Correct. Not to say that I've never messed that up. But uh, in general, when you jump into a new place that you're working at, it's kind of like you got to check out the vibe. And it's kind of interesting to see a lot of people just adapt, right? There's a few guys mm-hmm. in the team always that joke around. They could be borderline inappropriate sometimes. But, you know, at work, you typically keep it professional. Now there's people that come in and right away they're, like, grumpy and they just, you know, they're not vibing the same as everybody else. And it's like, Correct. what the heck are you doing here? Like, if you don't yeah. want to be here, then don't be here. And it's just Well, that's
0: why I think it depends on the job. Because when it's a team setting, then I wouldn't say that you're forced kind of to, like, be nice to everybody. But at least, like, have some type of relationship so the end goal is met. For everyone, but I'm sure like if you just work by, at your own business or whatever, like algo que es solitario, then you really don't care to make friends. You just hear, because you already made it that high up, you know, that you don't need to like have conversations
1: with. Well, it depends too, because I, like, I think in anything that you do, you're going to have to deal with people for better or for worse. So, um, obviously, if you run your own business, you got to be good with your clients. You might have some clients that you like more than some other ones. Oh, but you some vendors that to.
2: you got to deal with.
1: Or, yeah, like other partnerships, maybe, you know, whatever that might be. But.
2: Yeah, and think about, you know, there's that aspect of you've been, you've worked with someone for years, and that's like your brother, your sister. And I think it's kind of interesting that you already at some level, like I had this happen to me before when I was trying to work my way up in the company I work at. Um, there was this guy, me and him, we always kind of just joke back and forth. We could be on a team setting, we could be alone in our pods, and we just – you know, joke around all day and we had a great time. We still have a great time. We have a great friendship today. But I think it's interesting, you know, you have this going on and then new people get into the mix and they start complaining about the fact that, you know, well, they're always joking around. I'm here trying to be professional. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, nobody's stopping you from being professional. You can still do what you got to do. You can still do your job. Just don't try to put us down. Let us have fun. Let us do our job the way that we like to do it. And then it's like, complaints come up, people get HR involved, people, you know, depending on who the person is. Like, for example, for me, there's a certain level of a responsibility I know I have. So if something happens and HR has to be involved, then HR has to be involved. But I do think that people kind of, or some people, draw that card too fast or too quick. I mean, it's like little things that get turned into this big nightmare just because you know, you misunderstood what someone was really trying to say and you really think that we're taking a job at your religion or, I don't know, the way you are and all of those things.
1: So, Yeah, you see that. You see sometimes where people are quick to, hey, I'm going to get, you know, HR involved. And obviously, if you need to do it, go ahead. But I feel like sometimes people are quick to it where they don't want to resolve the issue, you know, maybe with their peer or something along those lines. Maybe they're really uncomfortable and they have to, but I feel like sometimes or a, a good number of times it can be avoided where um people just don't have to draw that card all the time like hey i'm mm-hmm. gonna get human resources and get you in trouble but uh, what do you guys think about i guess people that date you know <laughs> you know dating your coworker, um maybe the one's a boss you know i don't know how that works i
0: don't think i would ever date, initiate date a your relationship i <laughs> <Thank> my boss <laughs> No, but I would never, like, I don't know, intentionally, I guess, have a relationship in the workspace. Like, that that we met there together, you know? Because something's different when you just know somebody that works somewhere, and then you just end up working with them. I feel like of that's course. completely different because you're already walking in in a relationship, like you're already together, so it's not that difficult. But getting to know someone at work and then starting something, I feel like, personally, that's just weird for me. Like, I don't I think I would think do
2: it's, it. I would think it's, like, kind of crazy. I mean, think about that line of, is it inappropriate, or how far can you go, like, you know, flirting, and all this stuff at work, and I think it's kind of, you know, you would have to kind of know that this person has some kind of interest, I don't know, it's kind of interesting, I just feel like, you know, you, let's say you know somebody that you like, and in, in, at your work, and you're like, hey, like, we should hang out, and you're getting kind of, like, half, half, like, you know, it kind of feels like she likes you, but you don't know if she likes you, then you go and make a move, and you're like, yo, like, I would love to invite you over to my place, and she gets offended, and she's like, "Yo, I'm gonna talk to HR. You're harassing me, you know." And it's just <laughs> that's too much, <laughs> you know. It's 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 tricky, and, and I think, I've seen
0: both sides. I mean, I've seen other relationships work out, in they've met at work, and that's amazing. You know, good for them. I just feel like for me, it'll be too weird.
1: What a benefit package, right? Yeah, <laughs> dental, uh, vision, full medical, 401k match, and we have your romance as well. <laughs> that's, that's I just that's, that's a I'll, good deal.
2: I think it'll be kind of interesting. I mean, I, now I do think because you spend so much time with this person, you kind of start vibing with this person. You kind of know, like, oh, like, me and her will probably be good together. Or, you know, the vice versa. Maybe she sees some qualities on you as well. I a can never date
1: nobody at work because they'll know what I make if we're
2: You both have the same pay grade. She's like, you can't have me. We, we make the same. <laughs> It's like, how are we supposed to start a family when you Uh,
1: You you don't even meet goals around here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How can I trust you to meet your personal goals? You can't even meet.
1: (laughs) These work goals, to me, is always hilarious.
2: Yeah, no, but that'll be kind of interesting. Now, you know, of course, you see some of the inappropriate side of it. You know, some people, when they become a boss and things like that, then, you know, that kind of comes with a certain level of interactions with everybody. And, you know... Some people just don't handle it very well. Some people start mistaking the nicety of, like, you know, you're my boss. i got to be nice to you versus, you know, I like you and we should hang out sometime.
0: Have you guys Expand had on it. anything inappropriate to you or to someone that you know happen at work?
1: I have Whether it. that be
0: management level or just peer level.
1: Inappropriateness at work?
0: Yeah. Like, for example, in <laughs> my other job,
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, my coach would always, like, throw some little comments, like, oh, like you're pretty. Or, to you or Yeah, who? to me. And I that Expand on that.
1: Tell me, tell yeah. me.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I just... For the most part, I ignored it because I'm just like, well, I'm not going to make the job experience, like, any awkward, like, any more awkward than what it was because I was new. And he was, I guess, being nice, you know, kind of that thin line between nice and kind of, like... Creepy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was creepy. It's just like, mm. So I did talk to him one time and it stopped. But after I left the like the actual job and went to a different job, he invited me to move in with him. Oh, yes. He's like, oh, then, I moved out here. I can buy your plane ticket and you can move over here. And I'm like, what the? What fuck? a promotion! Like, this is so
1: weird. <laughs> 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 My gosh, yeah, Do you want it me was weird. Stats?
0: So if, I feel like if that would have happened while we were both still at work, then yeah, of course, like HR all the way. But. <laughs> it happened when I left the company. I'm like, all right,
2: well. And I think I just, it's kind of, I think there was something interesting you said when, um, I like I talked to him and I stopped. And I think that's really, you know, one thing that will resolve a lot of problems. A lot of a conversation. Yeah, a lot of things that I've noticed, like a lot of these conversations with HR, because I've had to deal with a few in my side of the world. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting because like we're all know, on the same side of this world. <laughs> no but you know i i've had to deal with some situations where it's just as simple as like hey you kind of said this and you know i felt a certain way oh i'm so sorry that's not what i meant and that could be the end of it but i think sometimes we don't give the people the opportunity to fix it we don't go and let them do their part and yeah i don't know some
0: people just don't have strikes they're like okay you say something weird i'm gonna take you to hr for me it was just more of okay this happened i'm not really sure yet if it's super inappropriate but then you know I talked to him. He didn't do it anymore until I left the job. <laughs> so I didn't feel the need to go to HR at that point yet. All right, Sebastian, tell us about
1: your- honestly, nothing inappropriate with me has happened or to me, but I welcome it. <laughs> if that's the case. Well, you talked, about- but I have seen inappropriate things happen at work in past. Um, you know, sexual comments to like people trying to advance on, even peers trying to advance on you know certain girl or.
2: Um, I think you're bound to see a lot of that. I mean, see, again, this is yeah. you're 40 hours with these people. Of course, you're going to see some things that are questionable and like, you know, what? like that was kind of weird or that was kind of awkward. You just straight up like ask her on a date in front of everybody. That's kind of weird. You know, and it's just kind of. It's
1: funny because it's those like, um, when when they I see things like that, it's kind of like I feel like people are like, let me throw this out, kind of be funny. If it works, I'll take it. If not, mm-hmm. I can play it off as,
2: haha, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> uh, how, how could you think that of me? Well, and, and talk about that, right? You know, the the part about being funny. There's a lot of stuff that could be said that's super inappropriate and people put it under that blanket. I like, I'm just joking, man. And, that's true. You now, know.
1: it's funny because I started thinking, okay, just like Randy said, I'm pretty, obviously, like I said before, I'm pretty, like, welcoming dude, have a good time. Um, and any pretty much anywhere I've worked, I've been like that. And I have noticed that there was one time um, that I was more just keeping it to myself like I didn't want to like I don't know maybe make as many friendships and say hey, let me come in do my job leave and all that and it actually wasn't I thought it'd be better that way but it actually was not better that <laughs> way because then I feel like people you don't build any relationships with people and they
0: don't know you so they don't know my you intentions.
1: all of it you know you might get questioned on things that you do at work because people don't know you on a personal level or know you a little bit more they're kind of like well, that's that weird, weird guy at work that doesn't even talk to nobody. He just hi, bye, how are you? Does his job and leaves. So I think I'm always just better off just kind of keeping it cool with people, making them laugh, being friendly.
2: Well, what's being kind a of in, what's kind of interesting is you know I've, I've I've seen situations you know explode in in a sense, right? There's a complaint that gets put in uh, into a manager, and then the manager has to deal with it, do an investigation, or even like HR gets involved. And you know, a lot of the times it's like it's kind of interesting. But you see those friendships at work. You see kind of who's trying to protect who, and who's not really saying enough because they don't want to get nobody in trouble. Um, but then, if you're that person that doesn't really talk to too many people, maybe you know you also I'm see a little
0: bit the bus is what I'm going
2: to do. Well, you see a little bit of the blame. You almost see like the group feeling like, "Was this Sebastian that complained?" <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I just true. he's not. You know, he's not one of us. I'll he's, tell you what. I'm.
1: I'm- I'm probably that guy at work that will never bring anything up to HR. Yeah. And that's bad because you probably should. Mm -hmm. But I just don't like to get involved. I don't care about putting nobody under the bus. Just just don't throw me under a bus (laughs) and we're good. But honestly, like I can see the manager of the store, um, the manager of a call center. I can see the
2: doctor himself steal and I'll just do my job. No, I'm (laughs) just kidding. I'll just... My, my business. It's interesting because I mean, part of it, for example, as in when I was, you know, starting up in the company, I probably was in that boat. Where it's like, I don't really care enough to get nobody in trouble, or you know, I'm just doing my thing. Don't don't bother me now. I think it's kind of interesting when that becomes part of your job responsibilities. I mean, for example, see that's different, yeah, because yeah, that's what you
1: have to face.
2: Me as a manager, I face losing my job when I don't, you know, handle something correctly because i got to manage equality, essentially. So if somebody's going to do something that's going to jeopardize somebody's job, and I, just because I'm cool with my people, I don't do that, then what happens is I could have a situation in my hand later on with HR where HR is questioning me, how come you didn't report this? Mm-hmm. How come you didn't handle this? That's and true. And then I, an answer is not, oh, um, it's just because we're cool. I'm cool with my team. Um, now, when you really think about it, that the hand, that has a... I don't know, like it has a certain impact on on the way you handle things. And, you know, it's not that I want to necessarily. It's not that I go to work like, yo, I'm, I'm looking for some situation. I got to report something to HR today. No, but, you know, it's like shit happens and then it's like in your hands and you're like, have like I could lose my job. Now as an agent, as, as a, you know, a customer service representative or whatever you want to call it, you have a situation that it doesn't really jeopardize your job. If you don't bring up and you don't say, hey, listen, uh, so-and-so made a sexual advance on this person and it like, made me uncomfortable, you can keep that to yourself and not lose your job a lot of the times. You know, now if it blows up, then you could, you know, have a situation so in your hand. So since you being a manager, let me ask you a question. Okay, because you're talking about
1: that. If there's somebody, damn, maybe we shouldn't put you like that on the because obviously fine. people know, but could potentially somebody ever lose their job for omitting information so like you're saying so not true as manager two peers somebody something went on and the other person just does not want to get involved but long story short they find out that that person wasn't part of the problem but knew the problem yeah it will get and to due it. to retaliation maybe fear of retaliation or just because you know what i just don't have time for that work's already so busy i
2: don't have time to build a case for somebody <laughs> <laughs> well to be honest it, it could um and get yeah, you in a lot of trouble depending how big it is, right? If it's just something about someone made a comment about a politic uh topic that kind of bothered me, you know, those are little things that if they came up, you could kind of easily talk off, right? You could be like, oh, I just didn't want to get involved, it wasn't even that big of a deal, and you'll probably be fine now. In a violation of the code of conduct, that alone could get you fired, right? So mm-hmm. if you if you have a situation where you saw somebody inappropriately touch another you know, person, let's say, for example, at work, somebody oh, some, somebody grabbed this girl's butt and you were present and you didn't do anything about it.
0: You high-fived the
2: person. <laughs> that shit comes to light. Then it's like, yo, and who was there? And they asked that girl, yo, Sebastian was there and Randy was there. Oh, well, that's crazy. How come Randy didn't say anything? Well, I would honestly tell him I didn't want my ass grabbed, so I just <laughs> kept doing my thing. <laughs> I don't want to get...
0: My ass
1: grabbed.
2: No, I mean, I guess dude. it really depends. So how
0: do you guys deal with the annoying people at work? The Ooh. negative Nancy's. The people that are like, really? Like, why are you still here?
2: That's why we don't talk much offside the show. <laughs> of <Ray and> <laughs> um, To be honest, it's, it's challenging. It's like, it is for me, being such a positive person, it just kind of like. It's draining. It sucks. Mm-hmm. That and they just kind of like. I don't understand it. So in part, it's almost like I feel like I'm throwing darts in the dark. Like I'm just like, how do I get you to be positive? And then for me, it's always been a natural thing. But then, and there's
0: people that obviously have reasons to be down from time to time. You know, personal things or whatever it may be. But there's always like a few people. whatever yeah, no matter do, what, yes, they're
1: always negative. Don't want to be like, there. I tell you. Because you go back to that whole you spend so much time with these people, is you just like, you? I'm the type of person, I just don't want to deal with that. Mm. I don't want to deal with these people that I just, are always I try to them knocking like. down my energy. <laughs> um, and obviously, there's different levels because you might have somebody that's just completely overboard, which I have experienced where everything that comes out, any protocol, any procedure, any new thing that they're implementing is always negative.
0: They're always going um, against the grain. I'm like, but
1: oh, why? Wow. I'm the type of person, like, I would honestly just... Um, and that's maybe a little too much. I'm the type of person that just removes myself from situations. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done.
2: I don't even need you know, a conversation. I don't need a conversation. Just, I'm just not dealing with you. Yeah, and see, for me, I think... Like, I understand You have it. to deal with it. I kind of do. No, but <laughs> I understand it. For me, it's like... I, I understand that people have different characters. And so from that perspective, I understand why people are the way they are and why they react to things the way they react. Everybody has a different set of skills and a different way of handling things. But when someone's so negative to the point where, for me, it's just like, this is just unnecessary. This is like such a simple fix. Like you're over here drowning in a cup of water when really you should be focusing on all these other things that are positive and that can make your job a lot more enjoyable.
1: That's what I don't understand.
2: Sometimes I'm like, man, how am I going to switch this person to this side? And how can I get them to contribute um, when they just... Everything we throw just kind of seems to work for 10 seconds, and then they're back to the old self of, like, complaining and just...
0: And if they complain so much about the job, I just personally don't understand why would you kind of... Be at that that job. Yeah, why would you force yourself to wake up every day to be here if you don't like it? Like, find yourself somewhere else to be.
2: Well, some of it is the money. Some of it is the benefits. Yeah, I guess. But,
0: I mean, there comes a point where you're, like, money versus happiness. really, You're really going to be just mortified to go to work because... Every little thing bothers you. you rather do that for money.
2: And you should always pick happiness. Hell yeah. In, <laughs> in my opinion, you should always pick happiness. I, I just feel like it's, we have one life and, you know, we spend a lot of time at work. You really don't enjoy this or if you really don't, um, you know, you don't want to be in a situation that you're in, then find something else, to be honest. And, you know, the best thing I can do, for example, as a manager, I feel like I'm there to help people realize their passions and get them to do the best they can. So would you technically help somebody apply to another job? I would. And that's
0: what makes them happy.
2: I would totally help some. I would tell somebody, yo, listen, if you're really not happy here, put me down as a reference. I'll give you... <laughs> wow, you know, that's amazing. I'll give you a recommendation and just pursue your dream and really... He's whatever. a great employee <laughs> until he's not motivated. <laughs> no, I just feel until like... he's not happy. It, it's, it's like, you know, if you want to be at work, for example, in the company we work in and you want to move up, hey, I can help you with that. I can try to help you maximize your strengths and help you kind of achieve the bones that you can. Now, That's nice. If your dream is to walk out that door, hey, I'll hold your hand and I'll grab your box all the way to your car. Take your badge. I'll take you out. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll help you with whatever that is, but don't make it miserable for everybody around you. Correct. Just Correct. because you don't want to make that, you know, take that step forward maybe with your life or jump into the next adventure. I don't know. It just, it's very tricky. It's, it's you know, as a manager, for example, we have numbers to worry about of, you know, attrition, for example. How many people are leaving the company or leaving the team? So there's that line of, like, crap, I can't have everybody quitting. But at the same time, it's like, I'd rather have someone that's engaged and motivated to be there than someone that's Correct. just passing time and making it horrible for everybody around them.
0: Yeah. That's why you stay away from those people. You pick a few favorites, like some maybe two or three people that you can rely on whenever you have a negative day. A bad day, you just quietly go to that person and be like, hey, you know what, this call, this call just sucked. And then they'll build you right back up. But yeah, it's like, will. Oh.
2: Yeah, a lot of it is actually finding a, a support system, to but be honest. don't
0: trust everybody.
2: You know, oh. it's...
0: Because <laughs> I had a situation in a recent job where I thought I was telling one person, you know, just a little... What, how should I call it? Like it wasn't a complaint. Sounds like the story of your life. <laughs> It wasn't a complaint, but it was just like me, I guess, venting about a situation that I still hadn't made a decision on. I was just kind of like back and forth. I'm like, hmm, should I do this or should I do that? I come in the next day, I'm pulled into the office with the person I was talking to, with my boss, with somebody else trying to like be a mediator. They set you up. Yes. I got set up and I'm like, really? This is what's happening right now. Like, I literally told you, me thinking that I I could trust you in some sort of way, even though we weren't that close.
1: So what did you do with that person?
0: I told the person I'm like really like because the information was mis- was misconstrued obviously because it wasn't from the source which was me so I had to like explain myself and obviously like I guess <laughs> talk to her I'm like why are you doing this and then talk to my boss because I'm like this is also like you know i don't think this is like the procedure for this you don't just bring me into your office with this person and this person and then come attack me it's like hey i heard you said this i'm like i could tell you what i said well you can talk to me you don't got to talk to me and this yeah. other person
1: you know Brains and, and there was if that i'm going to get fired i'm going to get fired the right way <laughs> 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 <I'm gonna> go <laughs> i tell you
2: i'm going to get swinging. fired
0: but i'm like seriously like i feel like i was getting ganged up on it. and i'm like i shouldn't feel like that at work like no there's
2: no well, way what about sebastian have you ever had a situation where you know you've had to deal with a manager or, or something that wasn't going right at work and, and, you know, being put in these spots where you have to, like, fend for yourself? or I
1: have. I've had a couple of situations in the past where um, maybe some sort of procedure didn't go the, the right way. And i have actually funny because there's you hear stories of, like, hey, I didn't like this manager or, you know, because of this manager I left or because of these people I actually have a really good story about one time that actually due to a situation that we had some friction, that things didn't work out. Um, this one situation, it was a procedure that was done the wrong way. I believe it should have done one way. Um, but policy said it was should have been done in other ways. Um, me and my manager actually had a moment where our heads collided. but it took a couple conversations, a couple weeks and we actually became a stronger team due to that. That was very interesting that actually, afterwards it became one of my references. Um, and vice versa. like obviously I, I would vouch for this person. But uh, sometimes I do feel like there could be some he- healthy conflict or maybe you don't see things to eye. But if both parties are willing to sit down, and listen to each other, then you can move past and you can grow.
2: Yeah, and I think you hit in a very important thing there, which is this, the, the talking. I think a lot of situations can be solved by just taking a moment, sitting down and talking about it. Um, but you got to
0: approach the situation.
2: Yeah. And be open, be open minded. To be honest, So there's this statistic, I guess, that about 75% of employees leave the company that they're working at because of the boss. Usually is directly influenced by their direct manager. And I think that holds a lot of weight. I mean, I think part of it is got to have someone that supports you. And when you find that person that can tell you, hey, listen, this is how things are, and help you maybe, you know, bridge those gaps, that really goes a long way. But again, it, it really is just a conversation. You know, you could have a problem with a manager. Maybe you don't understand them the right, you know, or maybe you don't understand where they're coming from, but sitting down and talking about it will do wonders. For example, when I was trying to come up, there was picture oh, There was. Come <laughs> no, but think about, you know, there's four man, or three managers in the department at the time. You and, you know, I'm, I'm doing my thing. I'm working hard. And two of the three were all for me. It, it, they couldn't speak any highly, <laughs> more highly of me. Now, there was this one manager that would always just, no, I don't think he's ready. No, I don't think he's, you know, up for this, you know, the task. And I initially saw it as like, damn, what's this guy's problem with me? What's What the heck? Now, when you really sit down, I had to do that and, and approach him. Be like, hey, listen, I've heard that you have some disagreements with me and that you don't think I'm ready for this next opportunity. And we sit down, we talk about it, and he gave me a list of things that I could work on. And when I sit there and open-mindedly look at it, I'm like, you're right. These are all things that I could work on. And I worked on that. I focused on that to the point where I had to show him I could do it. Now today, you know, I really appreciate what he did for me back then. It, it was needed. It was some, you know, it was more of that constructive feedback. Maybe tough every, Yeah, tough love. Everybody was just giving me the, yeah, you're awesome, you're the best. And he yeah, took like, the time to let me know what opportunities I had so I could work on them. So I really appreciate it. But it's, Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out, because thanks to him, we have the show. Imagine. <laughs> but no it's about having the conversations a lot of times okay so let's wrap this up because we've
1: spoken a lot at this point you're either willing to do everything for your job or you're quitting right after this <laughs> podcast so final thoughts just really really quick and we'll just narrow it to one conversation or to, to, to one question relationships at works and friendships yes no friendships yes
0: relationships
1: I feel like I guess you just have to
0: trust your inner voice. If <laughs> You feel like that person's right for you and you guys can make it work and not break up, sure. But for the most part, I'd probably say no.
2: What about you, Randy? I think friendships, hell yeah. Like you gotta try to get along with everybody at work and, and it does make for a better environment. Uh, relationships, like dating-wise, um, it's very touchy, I guess. You know, make it work. If you think you can make it work, great. If you don't think you can make it work, don't do it. Because then we got to deal with the awkward moment mm, when you guys true. break up. <laughs> Everybody else at and, work. you know, don't do that. But if you're really going to make it work, if you think it can work, then do it.
1: Okay. Friendships, we're going to go three for three. I say definitely do it. Get to know people. Become friendly. There's obviously different levels of friends. But mm-hmm. definitely you want to be open to friendships at work. Um, keep it f- professional and relationship wise, I got to go ahead and say, keep it professional. If you're going to do it, understand you guys are grown people. Handle your business at work, have your relationship if you want. But I would say, hey, only do it if you really believe this can be something. Mm-hmm. If it's just you dating around everybody at the at the workplace. You know, save that for,
2: for something else. But, save uh, that for the club. But, but yes, yeah, <laughs> that's that. All right. All right. So for the next segment, uh, well, for the next part of our Great People podcast, we're going to do the three, two, one. This is where we talk about three topics that were impactful for us, one each. So um let's get ready. Let's do it. Raina, get us started. All right.
0: So if you guys haven't seen on YouTube, I'm sure if you didn't see it live, the Grammys, Cardi B and Bruno Mars. I thought that performance was amazing. I'm just It was pretty dope. It was impactful just to see her like doing her thing, being yeah. on the stage made and made me wanna dance. <laughs> she did it amazing. Come on everybody. Because <laughs> I'll be dripping this. No. no. No? Okay. All right. Well it was cool. <laughs> this is not
2: a singing show. <laughs> All right, Sarah. what's one thing for you that was impactful this week or last week? Impactful this last week. Touching on
1: that Grammy stuff, to be honest because um, we saw what was like best rap album of the year. Was it what, Kendrick? Kendrick. Kendrick won it. I did think it was pretty interesting how Jay-Z, um, he ended up not winning it. He's won it before, but I think what's really interesting, he's created his own platform with Tidal, which is a, his version of Apple Music and all that. Um, I thought that's pretty impactful how literally, literally at this moment in time, he probably doesn't even need um, a Grammy. a Grammy.
0: Well, between him and Beyonce, don't they have like 40... 40- or something like
1: that i saw something. so they have tons so basically that's what i was reading an article that's what they're saying now that they created their own platform to literally make artists independent if they want to just mm-hmm. play their music there they could literally like do whatever they want like, they've just created so, such a big platform that obviously sucked that they didn't end up winning it but that album alone the last one he had that 444 on mm-hmm. um, title alone will make up for all that
2: one thing that I saw online that was impactful for me, I saw this um, story about a Colombian guy in New York that um, he, he provides food for all of these people every night. Um, of course, he does it based on donations, um, based on donations and all of that. But, you know, it's this guy, I guess his story was that one day he was coming back from work. He saw this dude in the corner, you know, ask him if he had anything to eat that day. The dude is like, no, I, I haven't had anything to eat today. So he goes back home. Whip something up, you know, cook something real quick, and took it back to him, and he just like saw the level of impact that that had to the point where now every night after work, him and his family get together. They cook a lot of food for I can't remember what it is, but like hundreds of people, and he goes and feeds these people. Um, they call him like the Superman of the block. Um, I can't remember exactly when in New York, where in New York this is, but um, I don't know. it's just for me it was impactful to see that one person can have that impact just. It takes one person helping somebody out mm-hmm. to change their lives or change the way that they see the world. It's just kind of crazy to me. So, Very
1: true. You just need to if you made a difference in one life that's more than enough. Yeah. So,
0: Okay guys, we reached the end of our episode. But before we go just wanted to remind you that we do have our people's note which is the quote of the day, our version of that. And today <laughs> it's weak people revenge strong people forgive intelligent people ignore so so go ahead and ignore those annoying (laughs) people at work (laughs) we talked about
1: earlier don't revenge on people (laughs) forgive them but better yet just ignore the whole situation as a whole don't get involved if it's not worth it
2: amen all right everybody thanks for joining us for our fifth episode of great people podcast make sure you subscribe if you haven't follow us on instagram comment Leave us something that, you know, we did well below or let us know something we can improve on. Like this video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Share it with your friends. Let us know what's something that you would like for us to get into next week. We're excited for next week.
1: It's the recording. Well, we'll be releasing the Valentine's Day podcast. Raina's in charge. He's got good surprises for us. Some good
0: questions are going to be asked to these gentlemen. We're going to have some guests. Leave us some questions below that you want me to ask. Nothing is off the table, just, you know. Yeah,
2: so Reyna's going to be asking some questions um, just so you guys can get a little bit of the guys' perspective and this whole Valentine's love thing. Um, you know, we'll have some guests. We're trying to get um, some cool people in here, so hope you guys will like it. But, yeah, leave us some comments um, below. Let us know what you would like to um, hear or get asked. Let Reyna know so she can put it as part of her thing. If there's something that you like us to do, then also put it below so that we can do it
1: nice i like
2: it but yeah thanks everybody for joining us thank you for the support we really appreciate all of the comments all of the feedback you guys give us make sure you guys let us know follow us on instagram gray people podcast follow us on twitter it's gray people podcast but it's gray ppl podcast on twitter until next time cut